0: Now, if there's uh, one thing I know as someone who has used creativity as part of my healing journey, um, it's that sometimes talking it out just isn't enough. In fact, sometimes words aren't enough. Um, When I ended up in rehab in, what, 2007-ish, the sessions inside rehab that I enjoyed the most were the ones that allowed me to express myself through different art practices. And I've never been arty. Um, I'm creative, but I'm not arty in that sense. And uh, sitting and doing paper mache and doing clay things and doing free, free art and all that sort of stuff were some of the, the most beneficial sessions for me, and, and I've kept some of them up uh, 17 years down the line. Scientific studies suggest that creative expression through art therapy can really help people dealing with things like addiction recovery, depression, anxiety, and even more serious uh, serious physical diseases like, like cancer. Uh, my guest this morning is art therapist Samantha Davis, and she's joining us to talk about the benefits of art therapy. Uh, Samantha, good to have you with us. Thanks for making time for us. Morning, Sarah Jane. Thanks for having me. Total pleasure. What what is art therapy, or what is it not? Maybe is a is a better question. Where do we start when we when we start to understand art therapy?
1: So art therapy is it's a, a way that a client can express and explore thoughts and feelings in the presence of an art therapist. So it's often difficult just to express oneself through words. So the art therapist offers a space which is contained and supportive where the clients can talk but also use different art materials like painting or clay or drawing and just really whatever comes up without trying to draw a
0: realistic picture but just to express it from the inside. So my understanding and my experience is that it's not it's not a prescriptive thing. It's 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 a contained a space where you can create, you can express yourself. It's almost like a a therapy, like you act as the counselor, but without too much intervention. Would that be right? It's not, and now you must draw this and now you must paint here and now you must do this.
1: Well, that's a great question because there's different forms of art therapy. And my, the way I practice, the way I was trained non-directive, meaning I give the client the space to express and explore at their own pace. So some, Art therapists may be trained in a different way where it is more prescriptive, whereas I don't work that way. I allow the client to come up with whatever they want to use and explore and where they want to go in the session. So they pace
0: it. What's the What's the history? What's the background of art therapy, Samantha?
1: Well, art therapy actually, it was a term first used in Britain in the early 40s. And there was some art art therapy... Um, in hospitals, like drop in groups where patients could come at a certain time just to express themselves as part of their healing and um, and that developed later into a postgraduate or master 's training in later in the seventies.
0: Who can it benefit then? And you know, I mentioned that when I was in rehab, it feels like a hundred years ago now. But that was one of the things mm-hmm. um, that we um, was one of the sessions, and I remember because I'm not, you know, I, I didn't enjoy art at school. I'm, you know, I, and my understanding of art and art therapy was oh I'm going to have to do drawing and I'm not good at drawing or I'm going to have to paint and I'm not good at painting and actually the sessions that, that we did um, were very much how, how you've described in that we just sort of had a somebody facilitating the session um, and we were pretty much free to do what we liked and I ended up absolutely loving it and I think the space that I was in at the time just just needed me to have an outlet that wasn't prescriptive um, but who, who can it benefit outside of you know people trying to deal with addictions and stuff like that
1: yeah i think your experience was ideal um and and also just showing how art therapy can be accessed by by anyone who who doesn't have an art background or doesn't have a psychology background so it's absolutely anybody from children to adults um people with anxiety depression emotional problems behavioral problems um um, autism adhd um developmental delay trauma Learning difficulties, I work a lot in education, with corporates, in psychiatry. So it's, it's pretty much everybody can benefit from art therapy, not having to have any art skills or psychology background.
0: Is it something when you when you do it, is it something that is done individually? Or and when, when I say individually, I don't mean necessarily one on one, but the, the, the work that is created, and I don't even like using the term work, really, because it, 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 it seems a little bit disingenuous. But the, the pieces that are created, um, is that always an individual thing? Or can it be done as a group project?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I work one-on-one with individuals and I also work in groups Mm. where people can do individual work but can also do group work. So especially um, working in teams and corporates or um, any type of teams, like teams with an education, staff development, it's really, really interesting um, when people work in groups and then there's a kind of a group dynamic that comes out and a way of negotiating boundaries
0: in a non-verbal
1: way through the creativity, which we can later explore, which is really, really helpful.
0: I love that. I love that as as an idea in terms of something, you know, very often when you do corporate uh, sort of get togethers, what I find is that you end up, you know, very often you'll be divided into teams and you're pitted against each other. I don't know that that's necessarily... The best way forward in a corporate environment, um, because it just creates a kind of that that competitive element that might already exist in the workplace and might be underpinning some of the conflict that exists. Um, I'm not sure that that would necessarily be helpful to do something that's more collaborative and 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 working with a a common goal in mind uh seems like that would be a fantastic thing to do you could solve the problems of this country by (laughs) by going in um (laughs) and and taking your art therapy in if you're just joining us this morning uh our wellness segment this morning we're talking to art therapist samantha davis uh art therapy has been scientifically proven to help people uh dealing with all sorts of things from Anxiety and depression uh, to physical issues, uh, cancer. Even had a message in. I've, I've been asking people what their uh, creative outlets, how their creative outlets have helped them, and art, art, how art has helped. Uh, Anne says, "Hi, SJ I'm an avid adult coloring fanatic, uh, and I started after many years of crocheting. Uh, I did a lot when we had COVID. I buy it every time uh, I see another book that I don't have. I also got into it. Somebody bought me a book about seven years ago. One of those." coloring books and it was just wonderful I just this was before I had children and I could sit down for five minutes but <laughs> I I would just sit and and I bought myself a little pack of of pencils it was so therapeutic it was and it wasn't it wasn't that I was sitting there processing stuff I wasn't thinking about anything. And that was the beauty of it for me, uh, Samantha. What is what, it was allowing me a space where I didn't have to think about anything other than what colour might look nice here. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of feedback do you get from your from your clients, Samantha? Um, feedback. Um, well.
1: I think one of my aims in feedback is to help people be able to play again. And when I say play, it's being absorbed in the moment, being part of the process, being able to stop that that busy chattering mind. So mm. that's a lot of feedback that I get. Is is um, I remember a woman who was quite high up in a in her profession of social work, and, and um, her feedback after one of my three day courses or five day courses was that she was able to start to play with her children again. Sure, she came in for a lot of um, technical skills and wanted to learn how to do art therapy, um, but actually left feeling more connected and able to contribute and play with her children, which was a wonderful um,
0: kind of feedback. Do you uh, the way that you practice the how once a piece once a piece has been created, how do you then engage with it and with with a client like what is your what is your involvement do you interpret it do you talk do you ask ask for it to be explained to you how do you engage them with the work okay so a lot of people um may think that
1: an art therapist would have these kind of psychic interventions and be able to um, interpret exactly what it means. And, of course, I do have ideas of what it means, but my goal is more to work with the client, with the artist, and to find out what it means for them. And we go through, like, a type of exploration just involving a lot of curiosity. And then it's it's so much more powerful and empowering when the client can actually get to understand what their art means what their creative process means rather than me telling them so it's a a kind of a a, again the word facilitation where I would facilitate a process and ask um, useful questions to help a client go more inward and be able to start to make sense of things and then together we join the dots and um there's often a lot of symbolism in the artwork so that's an area to unpack and then explore that in how it relates to their life and where they're at. And so it's quite a deep kind of process of unlayering. Mm,
0: mm. What's, what materials do you use? What what sort of art do you do? Because, I mean, to say art, it's very broad, isn't it, yes. to say that?
1: Yes, it's very broad. So in my art therapy space, I'll always have a range of different art materials. So it'll be dry mediums like um, chalk, pastels, crayons, cookies, markers, um, and then there will be wet materials like um, acrylics, um, watercolors, inks, um, all different kinds of paints, and then there's always clay and Play-Doh there's always a range, but I've also got objects. There's things to cut and stick, there's sand, there's stones and rocks and shells. And I'll have anything from from plasters to, you know, like a medical little section to ribbons and pretty paper. Um, so it's, it's a lot about... Um there's lots of art and crafty things as mm, well. So it's about mm. making something out of nothing. Mm. So it's really not about making a pretty picture that's aesthetically realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um you've got a art vision board workshop, art therapy vision board workshop coming up on the thirty first of this month. Are there still places left, Samantha?
1: Yes, there's a few
0: spaces left. How can people get in touch with you? So they can go onto
1: the website which is arttherapy. Or they can send me an email, which is um, info at
0: Wonderful stuff. Thanks so much for your time, Samantha. Fascinating stuff. Samantha Davis is uh, an art therapist. And if you are interested in getting in touch, you can go to arttherapy.co.za. Uh, or if you're interested in taking part in the Vision Board workshop, uh, you can get in touch with Sam.